This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy! Hello, this is Cat Bus Russ, your host of 90 for Chill, the podcast. And right now we are kind of doing a wind down of my partnership with Podbean or my subscription. They get the money and I'm just looking to see if there's a better platform out there. So the primary thing is that they only let 100 episodes stay on the major podcast platforms feed. So I'm doing my best to prevent episodes from being lost. So this is going to be a couple of episodes in regards to John Cena movies. So it spans 15 years, but you know, I'll be up front. I have not reassessed 12 rounds. I haven't seen Bumblebee, which is a blind spot. I will acknowledge that the wall, I mean, there's a lot of John Cena I haven't seen, but I think he's really come into form later in his career because i think people have realized how to cast him so i hope i amuse you with my ranting about the wrestler that allowed triple h to not seem so bad and some of his fun movies austin 316 says i just whipped your ass if time was on my side i would have dropped that soundbite a lot earlier but, you know, two jobs and it being St. Paddy's weekend, working at a liquor store, I'm not going to get that time to do stuff. So we're going to just have a couple more episodes like this, and then hopefully I'll have the new platform figured out. So stick around 90 for Chill, the podcast, for those updates. Thanks for your loyal patronage. Rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps. Five-star reviews, preferably. Talk crap about my podcasts on at CatBusRuss on Twitter or Mastodon at RussStevens.Mastodon.Social. Or there may be another at in that. I'm sorry. It's a Sunday. My only day off between two jobs, and I got a lot of laundry to do. So trying to do a lot of multitasking. But more importantly, if you want to be on the podcast, send an email to rustthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. I prefer 100 minutes and under, but I will work with anything. We will make that podcast gold. So thanks again, and enjoy the show. Little Hands says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Excuse me. Everybody down. Day. What if we just took off? Get up in the morning and go somewhere. Come on! Okay, yes, yes. All units be on the lookout for a black Cadillac. Suspect's extremely dangerous. Cadillac man, huh? John Triton. You have officers down, multiple assailants. They have a hostage. It's my wife. Guy 
called in. Sean Triton is next Marine. John Cena from 2006, actually filmed in 2004, justifying the entire Carlito hiring Jesus to stab John Cena angle. It's a feature that is a pretty disposable action feature that kind of gives it some charm, I suppose. There's a lot of things that just aren't there, I should say. The effects with your explosions and such just don't hold up. Sorry, CG explosions, bad idea. Especially when Vince McMahon gets the genuine stuff in 2007. I've heard some stuff about Chris Benoit hazing, which kind of makes me want to rethink about him. But thank you, Mr. Benoit, for ruining Vince McMahon's idea of killing himself on screen. Robert Patrick's performance kind of justifies a watch for this as he plays the criminal, I guess, since I'm a fan of the second From Dusk Till Dawn, that, hey, if you got him in a heist, it might be worthwhile. And John Cena doesn't do a bad job acting. He emotes pretty well very early in his career as an actor, not a professional wrestler. So that's kind of charming. The script really tries to play on Americana, I suppose. Like, we are definitely pushing the big lie of the W. Bush administration with how our hero, the Marine, John Cena, gets ejected from the military because of Al Qaeda in Iraq. We all know now that that just doesn't hold up and justifies why Mike the Miz gets any kind of bullshit for selling this feature or franchise. It's fun to experiment with it to just see what this film is in terms of how it affects John Cena how in terms it affects the entire WWE studio system it's kind of surprising that we just don't throw extras in the entire feature but hey Ron DeSantos just doesn't want to give Florida money to avoid sad I guess now available on video cassette. She didn't understand. Why else would a young lady from Chicago want to come to Romania? Maybe to find someone. A father she never knew. Be careful. Everybody should be very careful in a country like this. Catherine has come looking for the truth. Something weird has been happening to me. I've been having these dreams. And somewhere in between her dreams... 
The places in my dreams are real. They're here. I'm I'm a diplomat. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm scared. What was that name? Cyprian? Who are they? She knows my father's family. Vampires. The truth became all too real. <laughs> Called by the past. It's Russ Stevens here, or Cool Movies Darth is what I'm going to try getting out there, taking that CM away from certain Mr. Brooks. But regardless, I have just concluded watching uh, another Chicagoans product, Stuart Gordon's Daughter of Darkness, which is originally a CBS movie back from 1990. It's it's fun, and if you're watching it on Tubi like I was, you're going to get your boobs still. So it, it lacks all the great horror effects that you expect from a Stuart Gordon feature, but you really get to admire the beauty of his ability to still capture everything in a 3x4 frame instead of the typical widescreen. It's about Mia Sarah looking for her dad in Bucharest after her mother dies. Her long-lost father must be the only family she has. And we find out it all revolves around Transylvanian vampires. It gets a little tacky at the end trying to shoehorn in a genuine romance compared to the vampire seduction. Uh, Anthony Perkins is the father figure to Mia Sarah. You know, he might be hamming it up it's late in his life, though, so give him the benefit of the doubt. Otherwise, you know, it's just missing those little R-rated R slash unrated touches of a Stuart Gordon film. And my only other real complaint about it, besides, you know, it's just a TV movie, is that, okay, he didn't kill any cats in this one, but taking a lot of shots at the lower Midwest, downstate Illinois. Oh, Bucharest has a bunch of power outages. Sounds like Peoria. Like, come on, man. And then making fun of soybean late <laughs> obvious kind of sad. A little bit. Hey, looking to kill time? This one might be for you. Previously on 94 Chill the Podcast. Hey and welcome back to 94 Chill the Podcast. This is Russ here. I believe I introduced myself during the trailer for Daughter of Darkness. Just get through those formalities. I got a few minutes to spare. Now I don't have a guest this week, and I'm sorry for that. I really need to be more social of person, I guess. I think I actually had quite the weekend doing that. Uh, thanks to Danny Daniels and AAW for giving me a place to be. Also, this weekend though, I did watch Suicide Squad. I'm sorry, The Suicide Squad just concluded it, so I just want to go and uh, get my thoughts out there real quick. It ends up being a lot of fun. I think this is what James Gunn really wants to do with his movies, which is to be over the top and damn near tasteless, I guess. My conclusion on James Gunn, if he's written you a script, let him direct it. Find the time to have him direct it. The Belko Experiment and uh, Dawn of the Dead 2004 kind of tells me that something's lost in his translation between him and the directors he's assigned. 
Let me back that up, though. There are exceptions, and I would recommend Tromeo and Juliet. As for the Suicide Squad, I think we could have uh, cut a lot of the Harley Quinn stuff. Now, I know that's blasphemous for me, but it's basically she gets her finale to Commando right in the middle of the movie, kind of slows things down and really extends it too far. This could have been 90 minutes. But speaking of 90 minutes, I'm just giving you another edition of my vampire movies. I am looking for a guest to talk about those. So you can follow me on Twitter at CatBusRuss, at C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S, and send me a direct message, or you can send me an email, RussTheBus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. And I'd love to talk to you about movies. We don't have to talk about vampires. It's just something that's going to come eventually. Me with a guest just chatting about bloodsuckers. So I'm going to leave you with a trailer for and review for Bloodsucking Bastards with Pedro Pascal. Otherwise, just get a hold of me. Anything under 100 minutes as a theme, movie, director, actor, and I think we got some gold coming. Thanks again for coming back to 90 for Chill, the podcast, and have yourselves a good one. Maybe, please, can we talk privately, just somewhere else? Don't call me Mandy. You guys put together the numbers for Friday's presentation yet? What presentation? Boom! Hey, you owe me 50 bucks. Hey, can I borrow 50 bucks? I'm making a pretty big announcement today. I think he's going to make me sales manager. I'm proud to announce our new manager of sales, Max Phillips. What do we sell here? Shake weights. Our mustaches. We have an atrix. No, Michael. We sell dreams. That's my name. Our goal for this month. One million dollars in sales. And if we don't, we'll be forced to kill all of you. (laughs) You better do what he says. (laughs) Max is cleaning house. We're going to give this place lean and mean, Theodore. Is it just me or is this office getting darker? And colder, too. Look. What's going on right now? It's kind of a long story. I want you. I'm a virgin. You all are. Well, that wasn't a long story. No. Oh. We need your help. The entire office has been turned into vampires. 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 Vampires, yeah. Did everybody know but me? It seems that way. We need to arm ourselves. We need weapons. I was waiting for you to say that. Meeting's canceled. We are losing a lot of employees. God, this company sucks. tonight was Bloodsucking Bastards. It's a vampire film starring, well, your draw is going to be Pedro Pascal, the man who plays the Mandalorian, Oberyn Martell, we will never forget, forget the 
it's just basically a what if vampires were in the corporate world and start doing hostile takeovers to go into further detail is kind of spoiling it but i mean it's fun interesting you know just your typical juvenile collegiate type pattern between the uh, actors nothing really exceptional humor humor wise just amusing and then once you just suddenly get to the third act it's just balls the wall fun the violence the ridiculous nature of how they got there all you really need to see is the last act once vampires are actually mentioned so it's a just a good bit of fun really it's a does the vampire genre great with its third act and it's not painful to get to the third act which is all important i mean it's brilliantly shot just really in a little office building warehouse you know soundstage nothing too expensive probably pedro pascal made all the money on it so if you're just looking for some quick fun blood-sucking bastards i guess you can count on can i hear a wahoo